K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Hey, welcome back to the podcast dojo. I am one half of Black on Both Sides. This is your boy King Kunta with my co-host. Couldn't do it any other way. We wouldn't be here without him, Mr. Be Honest. Uh I Dojo? What? What are we talking what are we talking about? <laughs> the podcast dojo where we lip spar. What are we, what are we doing? <laughs> How do we start over? I need you to raise the energy, sir. <laughs> Anywho. How do we start let's over? Talk, let's talk about something non-serious. <laughs> I caught you off guard. Any, so, you know, for those that, that may not remember, uh, my co-host, Mr. Be Honest here, uh, has an unrequited passion for all of his fellow uh, light-skinned brethren, so he should enjoy this. Let's just have a slow clap. For Mr. Aubrey Graham again. How many lives does he have? Mm. How does he keep doing this? Mm. This Scorpion project was dead. Throw dirt on it. Was it's it? over. It was and then dead? all of a sudden we get this. Russell Wilson, Sierra, everybody, Kunta, your grandmama, we all doing this Kiki challenge. Who is Kiki? What did she do? I wanna know. I want to know who Kiki is. <laughs> why won't she? Why won't she ride with him? Does she love him? Will she be beside him? Will she never leave him lonely? Be honest. Uh, is this more simping? No. Or is this is this a jam? This is a just a jam. He's got and more s- importantly. More importantly, did well, sir. You know, um, did you do it? Did I do what? The dance. No, come on, man. I don't do that. Come on. Wait, 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 wait. I, I don't mean did you film it. Uh, come on. I've you know, never done the dance. You're in the bathroom. You know, you, you put the, the fruits and berries in your hair that we all know you use. You had your Alexa on or you had uh, Google Now on or something. All of a sudden it came on. You didn't, you didn't try to do the kiki a little bit? Just a little bit? No. I'm disappointed, sir. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I guess the kind of person that would do the Kiki Challenge, the kind of guy, would probably also go to a podcast dojo. Dojo. (laughs) Fair. I see what you did there. Fair. But anywho, wow. I'm going to raise my rating on Scorpion because he's pulled a damn rabbit out of the hat. Mm. Who knew? He was going viral in a good way. Didn't see this coming. I will raise him now to a... 3.5. 3.5. Oh, come on. He's got seven hot, hot 100s in that album. Yeah, but those are all pre the the incident. Mm, come on, man. When you have seven songs in the top of the charts, come the on. The incident. The incident. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're talking about the no-nonsense in- incident? Kind of. That was it's the, a similar thing that was where one event. person gets emasculated. Because <laughs> that's what happened to Aubrey. And who knew that Jay Prince really only saw, resolved all of this just for free press for the book? Right. That's a pimp move. I see you, Jay. Actually, let's just put that back in. in yeah, in, go ahead and put, put that back. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, 
you know, this is just podcasting. I don't wear, I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Prince, sir. <laughs> yeah, man, Drake is doing it again. And I told you that he was going to have to come with something official. I wasn't so sold on it, but at the same time, I honestly, I didn't listen to it. I didn't know about this this uh, Kiki challenge thing until the other day, but I saw, uh, I think I posted in the Slack, I saw a midget doing it and it was, you know, I'm on board. You, sir, sit on a throne of lies. I'm, I'm on you board. You didn't know about the Kiki. Everyone knows about it. It's with the nation. I didn't know. I, I've heard, you know what, I've heard people playing on their phones as they're, you know, I'm out, out in the city or whatever and I'm hearing people with that song, but it's, it's obvious that they're looking at somebody do something because everybody's giggling and laughing, but I just don't, I don't get on Instagram enough to even know that that thing was happening. But like I said, I saw the midget do it and it seems fun. It's catchy. Yeah, it is. That's baby making music right there. No, that's in the club too, though. They can go like anywhere. Like I had said. Yeah. But in any event, that that uh, image you posted in Slack was disturbing. Uh, hey, if little people need love too, good for them. Uh, more power to them. Not my thing. Uh, whatevs. Did you see the uh, the Kiki challenge? Of the Asian man that was, he pulled out of his car and he started, he had the Drake blast and the Kiki, you know, he had this, he had, he had a plan. Right. He goes and starts doing the dance. Just one problem. The door closed. Oh yeah, I actually did see that. I did see that one day after when I clicked off the midget, it it kept going to other... <laughs> It, 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 uh, can we it, like? Can we agree <laughs> to never have a reason for you to say that last sentence again? Can we just? <laughs> I don't want to be that podcast. I want to be the podcast where he's like, yeah. And then I clicked off the midget. <laughs> Save that for some of your other uh, things you do. Let's 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 yeah. Well, Look I clicked off. Sides. I clicked off the the um the. Young lady. You said what you meant. Yeah. yeah. So that was next in line. It was next. So this Asian guy is trying to do the kiki. <laughs> He's left his car on, and somehow or another, the car is locked. And so now he has a runaway car. I don't believe it. Yeah, because I didn't really see the end. I don't know. It should have had, a, like, an unhappy ending. Uh, interesting story. Segway. So Kunta's mom also drives a Cadillac. Shocker, I know. She's also a minister. Hey, that's how it does. That's how they do. If you're not rolling right, you're not preaching right. I believe mm, that. Lord have mercy. Praise him. Anywho, so uh, that'd be black Jesus, by the way. Nope, that's definitely white Jesus when I say Lord have nope, mercy. Nope, 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 nope. Well, maybe. Who knows? Anyway, so um, one of the things with Cadillacs is they have this uh, stop-start feature on the cars right. to save gas. Well, I've had my my car before, long before my mom. Well, not too much longer. Well, yeah, about a year and a half. And interesting thing is that I sometimes don't actually know if my car is on or off when I get out of it. Hmm. Put a pin in that. Okay. So my mom has a newer version of of has a newer Cadillac, and she had the same problem. Except she was on a hill when Ooh. she got out. Can you guess what happened? Was the hill going the backwards or off. forwards? It was not off. And it just took off mm. down the hill. And it hit a curb and basically is almost totaled. Did she kiki challenge beside it? This was pre-kiki challenge. 
No. As far as I know, she could have been praise dancing. Who knows? That's a thing, by the way. That's totally a thing. <laughs> you bring your best club moves to the church, and you figure out how to dumb it down a little bit to get by. Right. See, when I was growing up uh, in uh, deep East Texas, Miss Perlene Ward, head usher, she wouldn't tolerate that nonsense. I wish some praise dancers would try to come up in the house of the Lord. She'd put it into that quick. <laughs> quick. <laughs> And the best thing about it is, you know how, you know, sometimes you just have to go to the restroom, right? Sometimes at church. Not during prayer, you don't. She is not letting anybody in. I'm talking about she's going to put her entire body on the door. You ain't getting in. It ain't happening until the prayer is done. And Kunta grew up in a holiness church, so that prayer could go for quite some time. Is that one of those, those churches where... Somebody's praying and like everybody else is saying so like yes Jesus yes take care of them do it like Fix you, it won't it do it take your time during the Let prayer it use you during the prayer during the prayer that's annoying but can I can no, I say that moral support you need that if you're in a marathon <laughs> prayer you really do need moral support <laughs> I mean what if we had an audience what if Kunta and be honest were not you know thousands of miles apart in this. <laughs> electronic dojo oh, and God. you know when he got heated or we got tired we just had you know go on be honest tell it to him get him straight <laughs> come on that's that's energy you gotta maintain that energy keep the same energy be honest i will say that when i did join a church in my adult years because church is not that I don't, where you got the tattoo the listeners sorry, the listeners don't know this about me yet maybe if they're, if they're exclusive to black on both sides but um I'm not a church-going guy, but when I did join a church in my adult years, it was actually a Pentecostal church, so it was full of people who— No wonder you're so upset. This they talked over the now. prayers. They talked over the prayers. It drove me crazy. I was like, would you please shut up? God can't hear this Be person. Honest, you got to let the spirit move you. God can't hear the person because everybody else is talking too. Shut up. got to be on one accord, be honest. You see, that was the problem. You was on a Honda Accord, and you should have been on one accord. That's why it didn't work. You weren't on the same—you weren't on the right accord. I used to just laugh at people trying to talk in tongues. I thought that was hilarious. Kimala Shanda Hyundai. Oh, yeah, that's that's hilarious to me. (laughs) By the way, the technical term for that is glossolalia. Oh, wow. Glossolalia. Wow. The more you know. Yeah, it didn't help. I'm not, I don't feel smarter, but I appreciate it. Well, that's a thing. I mean, I don't do it, but it's a thing. I'll never use it. But in any event, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of, uh, See the magic that Drake is? Look, How do we get here, be honest? How well, do we get here? Well, you know what? I did. Oh, there was one more, though. I saw one that was kind of interesting. I know everybody's on Will Smith's thing now because of his— Oh, I haven't seen that one. I heard about it, but I haven't yeah. seen it because I was busy playing um, uh, Hero Hunters and uh, Fortnite most of the day. Listeners, you see what I deal with here? You see this? The, the dojo stuff, the video games. Like, come on. This is the person I have to have a debate with. I like to think of myself as well-rounded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, as this is a great segue to, for those of you who want to see more interesting stuff uh, about the show, particularly from the King Kunta side of it, please check out my Instagram. That's KingKunta3x at Instagram. Uh, we are still haven't rolled out our official show Instagram yet, but it's coming. In the meantime... Uh, that's at least this half of it, and you should check it out. Well, that's the official one for right now, so. For right now, right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm on Instagram, too, at Bihanan, B-H-O-N-N-O-N, but I'm just having trouble updating recently. You don't I just, be on Instagram, man. You don't be yeah. checking it. Yeah, I be I be sending, to be honest, you know, images, links, pics all day long. Does he say anything? Nah. I don't respond, but I mean, I see him, you know. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. 
No, you don't. I do. So, but but I do. I want to interact with you people out there. Hey, be honest. Remember what I said last week about uh, reviews? Yes. I said if you submit a five star review on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast on Apple, Google Play, or Stitcher, King Kunta three X. Please say the three X. It's very important. Five percent nation. Look it up. Um, we'll read it live on air. Now, I know we didn't talk about this in advance. Is there a quick way for us to see if we have any five-star reviews? Um, well, there. I, I'm, I'm just trying to go there right now when I realize what you were doing. And uh, let me see. You got to stay ready, uh, be honest, like, like Sugar Free taught us back in 98. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. We got to get ready. We actually do have a five-star review. Look at that. On Stitcher from Julie MM 318 her uh, subject Wait. is... Awesome with three exclamation points. Are you going to read it or do you want King Kunta? Because she seemed a little bit hesitant when I, when I threw this out there. Oh, do you, do you see it also? I don't know how to get the Stitcher. Okay, well, let me read it then. Why'd you, why'd you stop me? Because I don't want you to do anything, be honest, that you don't feel completely comfortable with. <laughs> oh, okay. I Because you said that you're going to read it if they give a I five. I did. Okay. Because I didn't want to speak for you. So I'm not, try, not trying to make you read it, but you can go ahead if you'd like. Well, no. Okay. So this, this is a one-time deal because the listeners shouldn't have to wait on you to figure out how to get to Stitcher. Even though you know how to get to Hero, Hero Hounds and the Dojo. Hunters. Hero Hunters. <laughs> please say the Hunters. That part's important. <laughs> because of that, I'm going to read this one. But from now on, King Kuhn, I'm going to need to be a point. shop. Holla oh at God. me. See All me right. in them streets. <sighs> you see what I deal with. Okay. She says, Awesome. Well-informed black men with differing views makes for an interesting conversation every time. One of my favorite podcasts. Wow. Five stars. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Five stars. For those of you who don't know, Julie is new in the Slack, and her Slack clout is on a millie right now. She's doing it. She's killing the game from the neck up and the neck down. Good for you, Julie. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Be honest. We'll be sending a cash prize your way uh, at a later date to be determined. Thank you so much, Julie. Right. Right. <laughs> you keep waiting on that. <laughs> Again, t- TBD. Keep waiting on that. No, but there, I'm sure we'll figure something out, Julie. But we'll thank figure you. something out, Julie. Thank you for your five stars. Well, those who don't know, Be Honest is a very, very wealthy man, which explains his conservative approach to things. Uh... I'm trying to get there. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm so making that's some- cool. So, oh, yeah. but but back to what I was saying. So, thank you, Julie. Uh, anyone out there? I don't care what it says. What Julie wrote was very great. Was very nice. It was it made me feel good I, from the bottom of my heart. I feel it. I got the butterflies. But if you were to say King Kunta is an asshat, five stars. I will read it. I will read it. <laughs> Stally Cat. I'll read it. <laughs> Put that fire out For that Molotov cocktail I threw the other day Whatever Sorry You're done If you want to know all about these inside jokes You've got to get your butt into the slack room Once again If you want to know how we come up with topics If you want to get a preview of what happens through the week if you want to learn more about the Rare Sunnis Network, which we're on, the best way to do that, the best way to get involved, the best way to get connected is to join the Slack room. Well, how do you do that? Either go to Black on Both Sides at the rarsonnets.com slash Black on Both Sides. 
and requests. You can send an email or you can go to rarestones.com specifically and send an email request to get in the Slack room. And once you're in, you will be welcomed into the community that is growing, that is vibrant, that's very active. And more importantly, you will learn just how long your phone battery can last. Not very long if Slack is popping. But let me make that a little easier for you guys. If you want to get into Slack, all you have to do is go to admin at, um, at rarestones.com. And I, I'm the person who checks that email. Let me know you want to get in Slack, and I'll set it up for you. That's admin at rarestones, R-A-R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E.com. And I just want to say one last thing. If you're not slacking, well, sir, you're slacking. Uh, ma'am, you are indeed slacking. Yeah. That's where the magic happens. Uh, one more thing. I know, be honest, we'll not do this, but Rare Sonnets Network is, it's kind of a big deal. There's other content. There's other things you could be listening to. For example, you may have figured out sometimes me and be honest don't agree. What? And because of that, sometimes I need to go off on my own. So every now and then I'll drop a Kunta's Corner. It could be about anything, just what's on my mind. Bionis has his own premium content on the Rare Science Network where he talks with his lovely wife about, you know, having the hard conversations that all of us know better than to have with our wives. But he does it. <laughs> I for don't. For you guys. <laughs> for you guys. Not to mention, there's, a, there's all these other shows that are on. There's, you know, there's, there's the No Nonsense Show, which is the mothership. It's, if, you've, if, you've, if you've been to a black barber shop, this is that. That's what that is. That's what that is. We say so, midget. Hmm? We say midget without anybody censoring us. There's, it's uncensored. It's, 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 it's raw. Raw. W-A-R? No. Raw. R-A-W. Raw. And then there's uh, Baylor Great. He's a friend of the show. Cali Perspectives. I'm down with that. Hey, Baylor, if you're listening, we still need to go to Roscoe's. The one off of, uh, is it Pico? The OG one. The one where the ballers go to. Let's go to that one. Um, and then there's also um, the, the sports program shows. Baylor's got Open Road BTG. And there's even more content. There's Music Love Life. Love that show. Music Love Life is, uh, it, you know, it, it covers exactly that. Music Love Life. Be Honest is on that show. So check, us, check, check those other shows out. I like to view Black on Both Sides as kind of a gateway drug. Not a gateway drug to a downfall, but a gateway drug like like a little cannabis that gets you to DMT. And when you have the DMT, wow, you see the face of God or aliens or both. That's kind of how I view this show. Are you cannabide right now? Of course not. Oh, okay. That would be crazy. That was a weird statement you just made, seeing the face of God. I, if you see the face of God, we definitely deserve a five-star rating. Never had DMT. It's on the bucket list. I think I want to try ayahuasca or ayahuasca. That sounds racist. Why? Racism. Why? Too soon? Why? How is that racist? It does. I just feel like you shouldn't be saying that. I don't know why. Is that wrong? I just... Uh, it's just really odd. Everything is, like is racist. Peyote? Are you saying peyote? Is that what you're saying? No. Ayahuasca. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Uh, that sounds like something Native American you shouldn't be saying unless you're part of that tribe. Are you part of that tribe? What, the, what are you talking about? I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. It's a drug. Ayahuasca? Yes. Look it up. It's better than DMT. There's no such thing as that. Okay. 
By the way, that's a conversation for a whole other day. But recently, you should check this out. Not you, be honest, but you out there and out there world listeners. Uh, DMT apparently is is coming to uh, vape pens, which means that uh, it's going to be more normalized. So you're going to be walking around, particularly if you're in a state where uh, uh, certain uh, medicinal marijuana and cannabis is approved for recreational use. You're going to see people doing DMT. I'm not sure how that's going to work out, and I'm not sure how you would uh, make that vape worthy. But I digress. Goodness, uh, like it, onward. I, DMT is not for um, commercial use. You got to be somewhere. That's what's happening. Yeah, That's exactly gotta, what's happening. You got to be sitting saw, down somewhere. I even saw uh, a vape pen with the purported DMT capsule. I think that's wow. asking a bit much. Asking a bit much. But anyway, so let's, uh, let's revisit a conversation that we had a few shows back where I told you essentially that your failure to vote is is going to hurt you when it comes to appointing Supreme Court justices. And I made the bet, the wager, with be honest, that if Trump's Supreme Court pick goes through, which it will, that the lives of everyday Americans will be dramatically affected. And I said, if that did not happen within the first couple of years, I would consider leaving the show. Well... Trump has made a recommendation, and let's say I'm reconsidering my position. Uh-oh. So for those of you who, who <laughs> may not know, and I don't know how that's possible, if you've been anywhere near social media or a television set, but uh, the Cheeto-in-Chief, be honest, best buddy, um, the Trump, uh, he nominated Brett Kavanaugh. I didn't know anything about Brett Kavanaugh, but I quickly looked him up. And Brett Kavanaugh used to clerk for Justice Kennedy. Mm. You remember anything about our Justice Kennedy conversation? You will recall that King Kuta said that Kennedy was probably one of the more fair and balanced judges there has ever been in the last 30 to 40 years. He was a Reagan appointee. So I also have come to learn some scuttlebutt, cooler talk, that apparently Justice Kennedy has been negotiating this for quite some time. And he wanted to pick his own successor. And as a result of that, he and Trump have been engaged in conversations. Mm. And it also kind of reflects why Justice Kennedy has voted party line the last semester of the Supreme Court. He doesn't usually do that. You never know which way he's going to go. He's the swing vote. Mm -hmm. If this is true, and I'm not going to get into the stuff regarding Kennedy's son, who's in trouble, uh, federal trouble, uh, big trouble, presidential pardon type trouble. Right. And Russia may be involved. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into those weeds. What I'm going to focus on is what we have. We have a Republican president, a Republican Congress. That means that if there is an opening, he, he's a swing vote, has been. He's negotiated this with Trump. He's changed his voting pattern the last semester, which Trump has been president for that semester. And Brett Kavanaugh is the guy. Now, people who, be honest, think I'm like, be honest, wants to call me a liberal. I don't know why, but sure, we'll go with it. Right. For now. Seems, like, seems right. 
people are up in arms. One of my favorite white people, Elizabeth Warren, is saying, Trump is not a king. He doesn't just get to automatically appoint all this nonsense about how they're going to fight the Supreme Court nomination. It's not going to work. No, and he, he does majority. get to choose. That's, that's what the president does. So what do you mean he doesn't get to choose? He does. No, 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 no. Uh, there's a confirmation process that's supposed to be something more than a rubber stamp. Right. Uh, it's exactly why other people in the past, particularly President Obama's last pick, didn't make it through. Okay. It was blocked because the the Congress was Republican and not Democrat. Didn't know that. Thank you. But before that, um, uh, there was a uh, – to be con- confirmed as a Supreme Court justice was a big deal. Justice Thomas, the only black judge on the current Supreme Court, almost didn't make it. Right. Before Justice Thomas, there was a guy named Robert Robert Bork. He didn't make it. Right. And so – the the thing that that happens when you're put up and you don't get it was called being borked. It became a verb. Oh wow! So it used to didn't be a rubber stamp to to get on. You have to you get grilled by the Senate and the House and and all well, the Senate and and you'd have to you'd have to get an actual partisan vote to get on. That's not now. That's not these politics in today's world. Right. So whoever Trump said, if Trump had said, I nominate, be honest, as my Supreme Court nominee. What? What? That would be it. You know, oh, he has no experience. Oh, he's, you know, he didn't, I don't even know if he votes. Because the Republican Congress would rubber stamp it because they have the majority and that's what they're doing. So with all of that in mind, this looks like it may have been the best possible pick mm. for non-Republicans mm. to have to deal with in light of the current stage of politics. You said that so softly. Will he be conservative? Absolutely. That's, he's a conservative pick. Does he have the potential to be another Justice Kennedy? You bet your ass. He's gone the wrong way on the Affordable Health Care Act. When I said the wrong way, you mean I mean the right way. The good guys. <laughs> and he also has another issue that just randomly slipped my mind. He has voted not according to party lines. He has decided, he has ruled not according to party lines. That is meaningful. What's the problem? There is a problem. It's a problem that's unavoidable. And it's a problem you're going to get whoever the hell Donald Trump picked. Donald Trump knows that there is a high possibility he's going to find himself before the Supreme Court regarding something he's done. It could be Russia, Russian collusion. Oh, my it God. It could be obstru- obstruction of justice. Listen, be honest. This is actually important. So the biggest strike that King Kunta has against Brett Kavanaugh as, as the putative new Supreme Court justice taking Justice Kennedy's seat is that he is on record for saying that when the, the the when there's a president that's that's a sitting president should not be subject of any type of judicial activity meaning when the president is sitting he should not have to deal with the court system meaning he would be opposed of he would be he would be opposed to doing anything to Donald Trump as long as Donald Trump was the president at the time that's what the liberal left is going to jump on. 
But that's, you know, that that actually, you know, that's the gift and the curse. If that's the only bad thing that, that we could have on paper, you know, what did you think he was going to do? Of course, Trump is going to appoint a Supreme Court justice that he likes and thinks likes him. That's how this works. That's why your vote works. or your, And when you didn't vote or if you did vote and Trump's president now, that's how this goes. So this on balance with Brett Kavanaugh is shaping up to be uh, not bad. Mm. Uh, when I say not bad, I'm not saying good. I'm saying mm. the best that there could be in the situation. And I, for one, who I'm a registered Democrat, but nothing's perfect. That's a podcast for a later day. Uh, I hope that the Democrats don't bungle this by doing something stupid to potentially the not so bad pick. Right. And they may. They may. So here's the thing, right? I, 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 when you're talking about um, this, this Supreme Court appointee, and you mentioned how it might be a good thing. You were talking very softly. I noticed how you changed your tone and everything. You didn't want to, you know, show any excitement. And then when you started talking about the negative parts of it, which are, you know, the idea that he doesn't want to mess with a sitting president, you got a little louder and a more, little bit more excited. I just need you to keep that energy all the way across the board. And if Donald Trump makes a good choice and you notice it, go ahead and mention that. Be honest. It's an inconvenient truth that the left doesn't know what to do with right now. And I hope that they don't do something stupid to hurt them in the elections coming up, these midterm elections. I don't give the guy a hard time. Sure. Press him on abortion. Sure. Because it's not entirely clear where he stands on that because he's deferred to judicial precedent in the past. The problem with the Supreme Court is the Supreme Court makes its own damn judicial precedent. So it's unclear what he would do. Um, but other than that, I hope that they don't muck this up. I think you, what you would want is you're going to want a conservative who is willing to weigh things. And I think that's what this guy sounds like to me. I mean, I, I, I appreciate all the information you gave. I had none of this information about this guy. Um, but I, I would say what you want is someone who's going to be fair and balanced, yeah. balanced regardless of what they do in their own ballot box. Right. And he has potential to do that. So it is where it is. So with that, I, I, I have changed my stance until he, he does something to make me think differently. But I have a feeling that Brett Kavanaugh may at worst be regular. Uh-oh. Don't want that happening. All right, so because you didn't know a lot about Brett Kavanaugh, I don't want to dig any deeper into it. I don't want to get in the weeds. I don't want to talk about most of his decisions, none of that brainy uh, judicial advocacy stuff that I deal with on the regular. I want to go to what the Cheeto in chief is doing to our allies at NATO. Do you know anything about this? Be honest. What I know is that NATO is a bunch of crock of crap. That's what I know. What do you mean NATO is a bunch of crap? I Mr. mean, Mr. Former U.S. Navy person, how, what do you, what could you possibly mean by saying that? I mean, NATO is full of crap. And by what I mean by that is that there were a lot of times when I was forward deployed in the Persian Gulf or on, off the coast of Kosovo, 
and um, our quote unquote NATO allies were hiding. No, 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 no. It's not quote unquote. It's NATO allies. Mm-hmm. Been that way since the forties. Our quote unquote NATO allies were hiding NATO somewhere. Allies. They were not. They were not participating. They weren't helping with the situation. They allow us to go in there and get our hands dirty, and then that gives them the ability to kind of separate from it and point fingers. And I just, I, I've always had a bad taste in my mouth about NATO. After that, you know, it's just, mm, I don't know. I, I, the only thing, I mean, I've read about it, but actually seeing it in the movie Hotel Rwanda. Have you ever seen that movie with Don Cheadle? Uh, I don't recall. I know of it. Okay. I don't remember. So that was, that was the situation where the, um, the Hutu and the Tutsis were, were warring with each other. And the NATO people were kind of just there, like, they were supposed to be peacekeepers, but they were kind of just there getting the rich people around. And I don't know. Seeing that, reading about that, that really did happen. That wasn't just in the movie. That actually happened. And then also me actually being forward deployed and seeing our NATO quote-unquote allies backing away from things and, and allowing us to go in there and look like the bad guy and get our hands dirty all the time, it just put a sour taste in my mouth. So I haven't heard about what you're about to tell me, but I'm sure I'm not going to be pleased with the way that NATO is, is acting. So let's hear it. Um, earmuffs. You know that scene in Pulp Fiction... Where Samuel L. Jackson says, and I will, you know, yea, though I walk through the valley in shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I thought that was from the Bible. Baddest motherfucker. I thought that was from the Bible. Is that Pulp Fiction? No. Uh, I see what you did there. Don't get me in trouble. Uh, (laughs) United States, for better or for worse, well, no, for better and for worse. In the, on the military standpoint, has been the baddest motherfucker in the valley for quite some time. Hoorah. So I'm certain NATO, which is comprised of all of our allies in a post 1940s uh, civil in a post 1940s World War II uh, environment, England, um, other countries, <laughs> the allied countries, England. Uh, Russia, of course, was not a part of it. They started the Warsaw Pact. Traditionally, it's been England, Germany, France, Belgium, basically all Western Europe that you can think of, the civilized world, Canada, um, Mexico. Actually, I don't know if Mexico's in NATO. I assume they are. Um, it, it's, they've been the, the joint forces that were put together to ensure that evil could never arise like it had under with the Nazis. Right. And... After World War II, that new evil was cast to be uh, the Union of the Soviet Socialist Republic, a.k.a. the USSR, as they, rightfully so, thought that they should be the main superpower because, rightfully so, they were the ones that... This isn't going to be a popular review, but it's factual. If you don't believe me, get to Googling. I already know what you're about to say. We didn't really win World War II. We beat the the hell out of Japan. Yeah. But the Russians did all the work. The Russian body count on both sides, pretty high. The Russians beat the Germans. The Germans were the bad guys. The the Japanese were also rans. Important on our Pacific, on our Pacific back end. But after we dropped that bomb, well, they'd already surrendered before we dropped the, the second bomb. Yeah, they surrendered before the first one. They're trying to. So, so it's good. It's great. I know we like to say we won World War II, but it wasn't. A, not only was it a group effort, 
Here's a Hero Hunters reference. When you oh, play no. Hero Hunters and you battle another team, no. there's an MVP. Oh, God. <laughs> the guy that got the most kills. Oh, God. Well, the MVP of World War II actually was Russia. It was. And st- under Stalin. It is where it is. And I think, um, like cool to you said, go look it up. You said cool. a lot of deaths. I think we're, I don't think that, that that frames the picture. 20 million, at least 20 million deaths of soldiers they and civilians. One with blood. They paid for it. They paid for that victory. Yeah. They broke the German machine. They broke the Blitzkrieg. They were the ones the German was like, oh, no, this is going the wrong way. Get the Fuhrer. Where's the Fuhrer? He's gone. What do you mean he's gone? Where is he? They, <laughs> they did it. They did it. We were able to come in and pay a cost. Not as high. It's just, it's just facts, man. It's just facts. We didn't pay the same cost Russia did. Yeah. And out of that, we were able to somehow or another uh, get the good part of Germany. And we got most of Germany's best scientists. It's funny how Werner von Braun is a Nazi, famous for creating the uh, specialized missiles that killed so many people in Western Europe. But we get them. And he becomes an icon and one of the founding fathers of, of NASA. And they will tell you, I don't believe it, but they'll lie to you that we're still using his technology in our rockets today to send stuff out in space. Yesterday's Nazi, today's hero. Yeah. Sound like somebody we know? Nope. Hmm. Any event. So long story short, Russia started its own thing. And the, they were recast immediately as the new threat. And the Cold War started in the 50s. So NATO is a group of countries that are supposed to come to each other's aid to prevent anything like World War II from happening again. Now, in the meantime, NATO has rules. They've got all sorts of things, how they're supposed, the member countries are supposed to deal with each other. There's even uh, dues they're supposed to pay. You know, it's just, it's like a, it's like a regular organization, a regular group, a regular, regular group. So what happens, this group's purpose is to be uh, super friends and keep world peace as best they can. Clearly, there has been instances and times when they failed at that job. I mean, these are people. That's what people do. People are always going to fail you. That's what they do. So it's been, NATO has been an institution for longer than, be honest, and myself have been alive together combined. Well, close. Jesus, we're 80. No, that's right. Well, is it? Kind of. Close enough. Yeah. And so Cheeto in Chief decides, hey, we're having a meeting with NATO. I should tell them that they owe the United States money. And I should also talk shit to Germany because I don't like Angela Merkel. Because every time they take a picture with me and her, she's looking at me with disdain and I look like a child. (laughs) He went on a rant. He went on the mother of all rants. He went on the rantiest of rants. He went on an embarrassment of rants. A Kanye rant. He went so far that people, Republicans are now, senators are breaking rank and saying, what the hell are you doing? You can't disband NATO. Are you stupid? Mm. So be honest, you know most of that, I think. You're still going to say that, well, NATO doesn't really isn't really all that and we should let our let we should just tear it down and more importantly the the person that should do that is the cheeto in chief and he should talk to them in a derogatory matter manner at a meeting is that is that really 
how we want to do that? <sighs> Fuck diplomacy? Well, no. We're not saying do that to diplomacy. But NATO, again... An ally. Our allies. Not, not, let me rephrase. Not just an ally. All of our allies. We don't have any ally that's not a part of NATO. I'm almost 100% sure Mexico is part of NATO now. We I'm have sure, no sure ally that's not part of NATO. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Friendly fire. These are our friends. Right. These are our Jace moves. This is your Jace move, to be honest. For those out there who don't know who Jace move is, God bless you. Ignorance is bliss. Keep that going. <laughs> uh, but for those of you who do know Jay Smooth, NATO, some members are, are Jay Smooth's, are Jay Smooth to America and America's be honest. So that's unfair. This is unfair how you did punch, that. You're going to punch Jay Smooth in the face, be honest. That's unfair. Your friend has been there for years. <laughs> that's unfair. NATO. Years, man. NATO. Um, NATO, not Jay Smooth, NATO. I'm Years. not. You I'm, don't punch Jay Smooth in the face. I'm not he sure. You a little money. I'm not sure NATO he has done the power. all the things in the right way <laughs> that you had hoped he would because he was human. You gonna punch him in the face, right? NATO. That's what Trump did. No, NATO has has. I think, I think NATO's usage has been has expired. It's time for us to come up with something else. What does that mean? It's expired. These I think it's are expired. all the allies. You want a new name? No, I want to just yeah. We need to re. We need to re. It needs to have a rebranding. I think there's some bad things that NATO has has allowed themselves to be considered in and as part of. And I think it's time to let's let's do it over, man. I, I don't think that wait, all wait, of wait, our. Wait. I, I want you to do the thing you don't want to do. What's that? Give information to those who may not have it. So what you said is very clear. How would you redo NATO? I'm not sure yet. I mean, we're we're getting there. I'm just what I'm saying is is that based on the things that I, that you know that bother me about NATO. I mean, it's just strictly me. I'm I'm way out of my depths here, listeners. So when I, what I'm talking about is just from my, Trump. So you're good. It's from, okay. From my opinion, you know think, as much as he does. He doesn't read any of those security briefings. So you're on the same page. Go. I don't think anyone is afraid of NATO. Anyone, not any of our allies either. I don't think anyone is afraid of NATO. I don't think NATO is a good enough referee. I think that we need to redo the way that the system works. There has to be hierarchy. Can you give me some specifics? Well, there has to be a hierarchy. And I think that, you know what I'm saying, unfortunately for everybody else, we're kind of at the top of the food chain. Well, that's not unfortunate. People know that if you don't listen to NATO, well, then you get the Americans and they blow a lot of shit up. Right, but see, that, that's, that's exactly my problem. That's exactly my problem. See, NATO uses us as their pit bull. That's what I, that's exactly what I mean. We're the founding super, we're, we're one of the founding winners. London didn't really win. Didn't win. France, they surrendered. They're kind of really French like that. We are the, we are the big dog. It's funny. I'm sounding like you now. We are the big dog. It is true. We are the big dog in NATO. Undisputed. Asterisk. Korea. (laughs) Asterisk. (laughs) Vietnam, asterisk, the Iraq war, the first one, asterisk, Gaddafi, asterisk, Panama, asterisk, Iran, asterisk, Afghanistan. You done? Done now. Okay. So. A lot of asterisks though. One thing I want to point out, though, if you guys have not watched that new documentary about Vietnam on Netflix, you're missing out. It's very, very good. Watch Do that. people's heads explode? 
watch that thing. No, I, I mean, it's <laughs> people's heads don't explode. It's TVMA, though, so it's got some graphic stuff, but it's a real, real deep dive into what Vietnam was before we got involved, you know, the the political backstories on their side as opposed to just hearing what, what how we failed. It, there's a lot going on over there, stuff that I wasn't even aware of that is very important to the story. And yes, there's an asterisk by our involvement in Vietnam, but no, I don't think anyone would say we won. I don't think anybody's going to go that far. But there were some things that were way outside of our control that a lot of us didn't know about. But if you watch this document, it's very good. It's shot very well. Um, and, you know, it's narrated very well. It's a good documentary. I think you should check it out. It's like 10 parts. It's a lot of hours. But What is it's, it called again? It's called Vietnam or something. It's the brand new. I mean, if you go to Netflix and type in Vietnam, it'll be at the top. It's the newest well, thing let there. Let me be clear so. about Vietnam. Let me be clear. That's my shot in Obama. Let me be clear. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, maybe, you know, Kennedy, you know, wasn't good. Wasn't a good decision. Wasn't a good move. You know, kind of like a pottery barn. Got in there. You bumped into something. You broke it. You had to fix it. You tried to fix it. You bumped something else. Wasn't good. You're right. That is a pretty good Obama. That's pretty good, man. That's actually pretty good. (laughs) I think we should call NATO and you should do that. And we should get them to just cancel the whole thing. But you got to talk in that voice so they'll believe you. NATO. It's Obama. I'm back. Cut all that nonsense out. (laughs) I need some of that cash. Yeah, get to shut this fool up. Send some cash. Pretty good, man. I'm I'm impressed. But anyway, so yeah, man. I think that all all those asterisks that you put out, you know, we we had some wins, some losses, up some some ups and some downs. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, we are the big dogs. There's is there is no disputing that. There are people trying to come for us. Yes. Did did USSR take the the most of it of the the punishment and actually that's win the a, war that's, that's it, a historical fact no you're right i'm i'm, I'm giving you and that as a matter of fact our 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 uh our armed servicemen who fought in in world war ii that was one of our greatest generations i salute them for what they did they made so many sacrifices but if you count up the number of bodies russia paid the highest price of anyone that on, on the winning side. We're That's not disagreeing just, with that. I, as a matter of fact, I actually, I'm actually. No, I wanted to clear that up for people who may come to the podcast and think that I somehow, I'm not trying to diminish our role. I'm just being factual. No, it's not. That's true. That's an absolute truth. As a matter of fact, Great Britain took way more punishment than we did as well. Well, they almost lost. Yeah. Britain was about to fold. They were. We, we were too close. We That's lost whole, lives. That's a geographical issue, though. We lost lives. Yeah, geographic, definitely. We lost lives, but there was nothing like, you know, a, a church or a house or an apartment area being bombed. So, you know, geographically, we didn't take a lot of that until Pearl Harbor. But um, even though we've taken some L's and we've had our ups and downs in Afghanistan, it was the Middle East period. At the end of the day, we're still the top dog. If NATO's not willing, so now we have a president that's willing to say, hey, you know, um, and, I, and for lack of a better words, uh, our other presidents kind of pussyfoot through NATO, and we allow, um, we allow that, we want to look good. We want to make sure everybody's comfortable. You know, it, it's kind of like how, how black people sometimes are forced to um, act a little bit more, like pacify themselves a little bit around white people just to make sure white people know they're okay. You, I know you've been in that situation before, or at least seen someone black doing that. That's kind of what our presidents have I been do doing. every day. 
That's what our presidents have been doing forever in NATO, though. Since, since NATO's inception, our, our presidents have been trying to, you know, turn down our brightness a little bit, turn down our shine a little bit, because we don't want to just uh, shit on all the other countries on a daily basis. But to be honest, we, we really could. And Trump is not that guy. Trump is arrogant. Trump is by the seat of his pants going to say whatever. So he goes over there and he says, hey, this is all silly. It's time for us to shake some things up. And I'm, I don't necessarily agree with him, but at the same time, I don't disagree because I think NATO is, has reached its, it's reached its peak. It's time to revamp right. this thing. All right. But let's look at this on a micro level. All right. What's the next big international event for President Trump? No idea. I'm not going to say that again for Trump. You already said it. President Trump. I, I don't know. Bilderberg. Vladimir Putin, man. Is it Bilderberg? <laughs> Vladimir Putin. That's his next event? Yep, they're supposed to meet. Okay. So the question is, be honest, getting ready to meet who most of your constituents, the Senate, the House, believe is to be one of the greatest threats to the world today and who your NATO allies believe is one of the greatest threats in the world today, notwithstanding the fact that they still do business with these people because the world, as we talked about last show, is a small place now. We all must work together if we want to get, if we want to, for business purposes. Why? Why would you essentially weaken your strongest allies rather than project strength and rally them as you're about to have an important meeting with a legitimate world leader who most people, most rational people believe means the world harm if he could without set blowing the whole thing up. Well, Why would you not want to rally and project strength? Why would you instead divide your own allies? It smells funny. Well, Captain Kirk. It looks funny. And it sounds funny. Well, Captain Kirk, with your methodical pauses, you got more pauses than a gay conversation. You know that between straight people. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Be honest, I don't. Uh, <laughs> you got, hey, the, the uh, methodical pause. Me, uh, get that dirt off my shoulder there. Why would Americans want everyone? To, there's a lot of a lot of pauses, but look though, this is the reason why. Because I want that to be underscored at a micro level. We cannot pretend. That he doesn't know that he has a meeting with Vladimir Putin. We can't pretend. Are you going to let me have a side? Most of the senators, Republican senators, have viewed Putin as one of the biggest threats to the planet for the last fifteen years or so. Yet he goes into NATO. Our allies. Are you going to let me have a side? We've already said all this. You've already said all this. But what I'm saying is, why do this? I'm about to tell you. You keep you keep saying the same thing. I'm, I'm about to tell you why. This is why he does it. Every, just like you said, everybody knows that Vladimir Putin is the one of the, I guess if, if there was a face of evil and you weren't talking about Trump, you'd be talking about Vladimir Putin, right? Trump so the, is not evil. He's a narcissist. He's not evil. Okay, fine. He's a fair, narcissist. Fair enough. Vladimir Putin may be the face of evil to most people. When they're talking well, about they're scared. George W. Bush said so. Okay, so here, that's why. That's exactly why Trump goes in there with his dick out. Because this is a dick measuring contest. At the end of the day, yeah. all this is is a dick measuring contest. Trump has to show that he doesn't care at all. And it's the most important time is to do that. Because we all know Vladimir Putin is a G. 
He is a gangster from the from top to bottom, and you can't go into no gangster meeting trying to be polite and pussyfooting around, which is what all our presidents do. Hold on, let me finish. All of our presidents pussyfoot around everything. Oh, we have to look like we we have to be seen in this light. We have to be seen in this light. Well, no, not this time. This time, hold on there, OG. Someone killed Osama bin Laden. That wasn't pussyfooting. Oh, come on, man. No, but seriously, the big problem that you're that you're ignoring. Or maybe you don't know. Actually, I'm going to take that back. You might not know. He was immediately rebu- rebuked by most of the Senate. That's so dumb. You've got That's dumb. Guy, are you supposed to be a G? When Vlad- Vladimir Putin is a dictator. Exactly. Like, like not, not kind of. He is. Exactly. Vladimir Putin decides who the, pre- who the Russian president is. Exactly. Wait, 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 wait. Donald Trump is not. He doesn't get to do that. Donald Trump can't push the button. He can't go to war unless he's allowed to by the Senate. Everybody knows that. Right. So this whole, I'm a G, I got my dick out, I'm this. No, it doesn't work. Because all of your allies, not the NATO people, but all of the GOP senators and whatnot, they've already passed a resolution saying how important NATO is. Mm. Not only that, they've already rebuked him on the tariffs. That's also coming. They've, they've done some legislation about tariffs. It worked in North Korea. It worked in North Korea. tariffs on a Canada and maybe Mexico, some other allies. It potentially worked in North Korea. That's something like, oh, look at me. The actual, because the actual other bodies of, of government say, wait, 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 wait. And it's finally about time. No. You, sir, are going too far. No, I don't think so. So that happened immediately. Usually when your president, your sitting president is off, is on foreign soil. Most of his party will not talk negatively about him. But you've started to see a few break ranks. Uh, Senator Corker of Tennessee, GOP. Paul Ryan. Uh, You're starting to see people say, hey, no, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a, wait a damn minute. This fool does not speak for this country. Mm. But you know what, though? The crack is starting to happen. Here's the thing, right? Somebody like Vladimir Putin is not going to respect anybody that comes to see him, whether they're pussyfooting or not. The difference, the the advantage, the advantage that Donald Trump is going to have in this situation over— There's no advantage for him to have. That's a ridiculous thing to say. It's not. Let me finish. The the advantage that Donald Trump is going to have over any other president that would have gone previously is that he's a wild card. Nobody knows what to expect, including Vladimir Putin. He may think he knows what's going to happen, but it's, there, there's no way to interpret ahead of time what's going to happen. So the fact that— How is this good, be honest? Well, there's no good way to address this situation. It, there's obviously the heads that are about to bump. It's just, that's inevitable, right? So would you rather have somebody who's going to go in there and pussyfoot around or somebody who's a wild card who— you know what I'm saying? When you're, when you're fighting a wild card, you can't fight with your normal, your normal situation. You can't do it because you have no idea what they're actually going to do. If you know the, if you know the attack method that, that's coming, it's easy to have that meaning. Vladimir Putin is going to go in. You've forgotten. You've forgotten almost every picture in which Vladimir Putin and President Obama were remotely near each other. He wasn't pussyfooting. Who wasn't? You've forgotten... That Vladimir Putin went out of his way to do what he could, whatever the heck that was, to ensure that Hillary Clinton, who hates him, didn't become president. Right. So this idea of, of past people, president, and people in the cabinet. Alleged, by the that's way. That's just not true. A- alleged. No, that's not true what you said. Alleged. Allegedly did everything he could to keep Hillary out. Allegedly. 
If we're gonna if we're gonna say that's not true, let's say everything is not true. We don't have that as fact. That's a rumor. That's alleged. It's not fact. Okay. Let me get to googling. You don't have to Google it. That's if if that were the case, then there would be charges against who. To be honest. There, Did you forget that Facebook CEO got brought in before the Senate to explain how this happened? Right. But what I'm saying is he didn't is, do a good job of it. By the way, he looks uncomfortable. He's I a, feel like him and the actor that played him in the Facebook movie may actually be the same person. I bet he's probably playing Hero Hunted right now. Yeah, I bet all of his players are like platinum. Because, you know, it gets to a point to where how much money are you going to spend? Remember when I told you I was going to stop? I didn't stop. Of course you didn't stop. Help me. <laughs> There's nothing that can help you. But uh, Donald Trump is going to help you by going into this meeting as a wild card and come out with something. I don't know. I, I'm still waiting on North Korea to fall apart because everybody said that wasn't going to work, but it hadn't fallen apart yet. What are you talking about? They're not talking to us anymore. But they're not are doing. They're listening to the news. But they're not we going. Literally, for, don't but, know what they're doing. But they're not going forward with what they were doing, though. What? They're not going That's forward. What happened? Be honest. I'm sorry. They're rebuilding. They're okay. not talking to us. They're not there's talking. No to communications us. now. They're not talking. It's to us. worse if you than think, before he met him. If you say so. I mean, like you know what? We watch different. We watch different news outlets. I guess that's not what I see. That's not what I read. So I don't watch the news. I, I'm a, I'm an internet guy. I think the news so what has BuzzFeed evolved into reality TV. BuzzFeed told you that they're rebuilding. Is that what it is, or is it TMZ? Do I look and sound like a guy named Reginald from Haiti? <laughs> Listeners, please believe and understand that I will. I, this is my solemn vow to you. I will never bring you content that I only saw in BuzzFeed. Okay. Ever. I won't do that to you. We appreciate I that. I respect your time, and I'll do my work. We appreciate well, that. BuzzFeed gets to it sometimes. ridiculous, by the way. Right? You should have slapped him. You should have you you backhanded him. <laughs> I had no idea. It was, it was too late. And you see how far I sit from him across the table. It's like, what are you? BuzzFeed? I had no idea it was BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed? I had no well, idea. I, listeners, I'm talking about, uh, and I'm sorry, we do this from time to time. For those of you who don't know, um, Be Honest is on many other shows under the Rare Science Media Network. One of them is the No Nonsense Show, which I said was the mothership. And one of the things they like to do is that sometimes when they're available, they will have a live Facebook show. And that live show... Uh, allows for people, to, uh, fans, listeners to go in and interact while the show is being recorded. And so specifically, um, I guess la- last week, one of the hosts, uh, a man named Reginald, he's young, he's a millennial from, fr- uh, from Haiti, uh, by way of Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> um, 37 body count. Um, Sorry, 36. Allegedly. Uh, I don't even know. Again, allegedly. Uh, He he decided to reward the no-nonsense listeners and the Facebook participators by uh, reading from BuzzFeed. That's his content. And listeners, I will never do that to you because I love each and every one of you. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. Needless to say, it didn't go over well. But I digress. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm just saying that I think that you know let's wait and see. I think that if there were a good move to do, it would be to to throw everybody, spin everybody around, and flip everything upside down just before this Vladimir Putin meeting because that means that he's not going to really know what what to expect. The wild card That's is crazy, out. To be honest, 
That literally is insane. It is That's insane. Not what you were taught in the Navy. That makes no military sense. That makes no strategic sense. It, it does, that, though. That doesn't make any sense at all. It does, though, Kunta, because what With I'm telling allies, you is— Nah, they're not our allies. How many times am I going to tell you that? never fight Russia alone. How many times do I have to tell you they're not our allies? They're not. They just pretend to be. They're then not. why do we call for their aid after 9-11? Because it sounds they, nice. It's friendly. It's fun. It's warm and it's fuzzy. I'm telling you. Who those, do you think the coalition of the willing was? Those baby blue hats are, are not for us. I promise you. What does that mean? They're not for us. What does that mean? They're not. They're not looking for our best interest. They're like the liberals of. You know how I feel about liberals. They're like the liberals of the extreme liberals of the world. I don't. I don't. No. Stop it. I don't what agree. Does that mean? What are you saying? I'm saying that um, I don't mind pissing them all off. Well, I mind having friends come to my aid if there's a reason to start a military action. I mind American soldiers going to die. Without help, I mind those things. So let me ask you a question, Kunta. And, and I mean, you know, again, we're talking about geography. So if Russia were to decide to enact military strategy in the world, do you think that they're going to hit USA first, or you think they're going to hit one of the, our pussy ass ally friends? I'm willing Neither. to bet they're going to hit one of our. Neither. No. What they will do is exactly what happened in Vietnam, and what's actually going on right now in Syria, and right now in Afghanistan. And if we ever go deep in Pakistan, and if we ever make it Iran, we're fighting little wars. We're fighting it's chess. We're fighting little skirmishes that can blow up. Right. That's what North Korea is. North Korea is a little skirmish right now. All they need is an ally. Our problem is that the ally they have appears to be China. That's a fucking problem. Right. We don't want it with China. Mostly because they've stolen all of our things. Right. Every piece of technology we have, somehow they magically abracadabra have the same shit. They're the Russia of the of the now, like Russia was back in the eighties and nineties. They're 90s. the USSR of the now. Oh shit! You got one too. Wait, yours looks like ours. Yeah. How'd that happen? Those Predator Reaper drones—they have the same ones. Yeah. How'd that happen? So yeah, so 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 ultimately, the lone wolf. Does not survive. You know, it just, in diving, they tell you that you always need to dive with a partner. And then if you get apart, that's when you invite danger. So as, as great and as powerful and as terrible as our military might is, we will not fight another superpower without allies. And we'll never we'll be the lone wolf. Your allies by basically almost cursing them out in NATO at the, at the meeting, the hangout, the barbecue. And or two going up, you know, to their house and telling them, hey, you cut them trees or, hey, I'm putting up a fence. And this is what we're doing with uh, Mexico and with Canada. Hey, you know, I'm going to be charging you for these cars and whatnot, aluminum and steel. That is not how you build coalitions of willing people for whatever evil may be right around the corner. It's we're not going to ever be the lone wolf, man, ever. The, the allies that you're talking about. They need to. They need to understand that they're our allies, but they're still our subject as as subjects as well. That's what I'm. That's what I need to. That's what, what I need you to understand. Are you talking about our subjects. That's what I need you to understand. That's what I need. See, that's what the problem is. The problem is, is that everybody thinks that we're all equal and we're not. No, I did not say that. Right. So what? What? What I'm telling you, what NATO has started to to bring to the table, this idea of all these these 
allies. He's, we're all in this together. But we're the only ones that ever draw blood, ever. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. We're the only ones that are putting our lives on the line. We're the only ones that are going and getting stuff done. It's always us. So if that's the case, allies is a bad word. That's not true, be honest. Man, it is, though. And it our just active is. skirmishes right now, uh-huh. there's, there's Germany. Yeah. There's Great Britain. Yeah. Australia. They're that's, over there. That they're sounds so cute. They're there with us. That sounds cute, man. But I'm telling you. It's not you, cute. It's that's fact. cute, man. That's cute. That's cute. Fact that, yes, uh, if one is there, they're there. Then wait, no- wait, I don't know. Mind you, they're not wearing blue helmets. No. They're, I mean, they're, they're there as, as our allies. Right. And yes, the whole NATO thing is a joint. It, NATO is like a official club thing. Wait, let me ask you. Because you would know. Do Americans ever wear the blue helmets? I don't think so. I think that um, I don't know. I don't believe so. But that's because, like I'm telling you, we're the we're the ones. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. I'm I'm fully aware that we may have pissed off some of our allies slash subjects. Here's the thing, though. All of those countries. There's no may about that. All don't of, say me. All that's of those exactly countries. What happened? All those countries. Need to understand what the hierarchy is because we're the ones that are going to be. They don't be honest, huh? You think they don't? Well, they need to show it. I think that's what the problem is. Is that the idea here is that the USA is going to go in and be the pit bull every single time? And if that's the case, if we're going to be the pit bull, then we need you need to understand that you guys you're a chihuahua, and you need, we need to call you a chihuahua, and you need to accept that. Let me ask you a question: Are you a chihuahua? Um, and in what scale? For what are we, in, in the world, or what are we talking about on the podcast network? Fighting. Like, give me, give me the, give me the no, range. Fighting. In There's fighting, it's about to pop off. You and you, you, it's you. It's smoothie, smoothie king, and it's Uncle O Dub. Okay, are you a Chihuahua? No, that'd be J Smooth. But you know, Uncle O Dub loves to fight. O Dub is certainly the pit bull. Do, do, do does he need to tell you that to remind you that? He does if Jay Smooth starts yap, 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 yapping, which he does sometimes. All from right, time get Jay Smooth out here because Jay Smooth got the knee. <laughs> you, know you use that example, man, not me. <laughs> no, so, but pick some of your other friends who I don't know. Right. So it's you and, and, and O Dub. Well, okay? let's just use me and O Dub, right? You don't, O Dub doesn't have to say, hey, be honest, you know, I really like this fighting thing. Yeah. Do you have bell money? Because I'm going to swing first chance, I'm going right. to maneuver around. He doesn't but need he, to tell you that stuff. You he, know. he doesn't need to tell me that, but I'm not. Trump doesn't need to tell NATO, hey, I appreciate you guys, but you know, when it gets real, red, white, and blue. Right? Sometimes, right, sometimes, right, sometimes right. you yeah, got to do it. Do that. He does sometimes. That's sometimes not what he did, by the way. Yeah, you're right. He didn't. But I, I mean, what I want to do is I want to pull back from the entire idea, though, because what you were doing originally seemed like you were singing the praises of this ally coalition. And I'm saying, yes, yes th- I am singing the praises of the ally coalition. You right. must have an ally coalition or you're by yourself. Right. But we'll never be by ourselves. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand, because as long as O-Dub has the ability to be the pit bull, we're always going to make sure O-Dub is with us. Always. And we're going to do whatever we can to make sure O-Dub comes to the fight with us. That's what I want you to know. I don't care if Jay Smooth comes to the fight with me. I do care if O-Dub comes to the fight with me. I'm, I'm, it's my responsibility. and I'm accountable to everybody who's below me in my country, in my, whoever the people are that I, that I represent, that O-Dub comes with me to this fight. So that's what okay, I'm telling wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. All right. So keeping that same energy. Okay. So you and O-Dub are just out. Hell, even Popeyes. You're getting your Popeyes chicken. 
You got it. You getting ready to sit down, and you hear old Dub starting some shit. This happened. This has happened before. You're like, damn. So, you know, old Dub is a pit bull. Okay, let me users, not users, listeners, listeners out there. Uncle O-Dub is a friend of Rare Sonnets. He's the one of the most interesting men in the world. Um, he's he he is he sometimes shows up. If I'm very very lucky, if I'm living right, taking my vitamins and saying my prayers, one day he may even show up on our show and tell one of O-Dub's freaky tales. But uh, so that's who O-Dub is. He hails from uh, the Rare Sonnets Network. And he's a known lover and fighter at the same time. Right. That's an odd combo, is who he is. So that's who O-Dub is. Right. So you heard O-Dub is starting something with somebody. You don't even know what it's about. You just got your chicken, man. Yep. You don't even know what he's talking about. Yep. So you go over there. Are you excited about fighting? Excited? That's your NATO. That's excited? what the, the NATO people you're talking about, not really excited about going over there. That's what that's they're there because they have a standing rule. It's Article Five, actually, I believe. Article five of the uh, NATO pact is that we must come to the aid of a fellow country. Right. Period. The right. end. Obligation. I'm absolutely obligation. I'm absolutely fighting Friendship with O Dub and Popeye. Obligated you to go over there and back up O Dub and God knows what the hell he's doing. Absolutely. The fact you just got your three piece and a biscuit and all the fries they can give you, and it's getting cold now because of some shit. Because forget O-Dub the three, forget fight. the three piece, forget the biscuit. I can buy ten more of those. I'm fighting with O Dub. Yes. Okay, you were hungry. <laughs> you were really hungry. <laughs> you had your mindset on that. You're waiting all day. It's your one <laughs> meal for the day. All I'm saying is, no, you're not going to be super gung-ho because the bulldog is fighting again and you have to go because Article 5 says you have to. Right. Versus something that's a clear threat to both of you at the same time you get it. That's what I'm saying. That is your. That is why I believe, based on what you described, you saw in NATO, why you may not have always seen eager people there because they were fulfilling their obligation and not really seeing it as an actual threat to themselves. Right. Okay, I mean, you know. You know what? We've hammered this thing over and over again. Yeah. Um, you know what would be really fun? Tell me. If we could talk about some racism. Race, I love I racism. Know. I do too. Because it gives us something to talk about. It does. It's exciting. It gets the people going. All right, so well, let's rate the racism. How about it? Um, let's rate it. White woman fired Racist. for Racist. Call- oh, I'm sorry. I keep doing I'm going to stop. I'm yeah, sorry. that's cool. White woman fired for calling police on black man wearing socks in the pool. Memphis, Tennessee. You know, have you noticed Memphis, Tennessee or the surrounding Memphis, Tennessee area has come up in these articles a whole, whole lot? You know, that's actually one of the reasons the, the frequency this is happening is one of the reasons why Tennessee is on my Kunta will never go list. Well, not <laughs> never go. Kunta won't willingly choose to go. Miss the sip is a never. Oh no, I'm never going. I've been through Mississippi. Is an almost never. South Carolina, almost never. North Carolina, I'll do it for the for the Bojangles. Fifty minutes outside of Atlanta in Georgia. Eh. Okay, so Memphis, Tennessee, and this woman in the picture looks a lot like Amy Schumer. Uh, Cameron Cam Porter. You mean she has two coin slits for lips? Something. I don't know. She looks a lot like her, though. Anyway, Cameron Cam Porter, a black woman from Memphis, 
was with her godchildren and her boyfriend at their apartment complex swimming pool when a woman claiming that she was the property manager racially profiled them and called the police because her boyfriend was wearing socks. That woman, Erica Walker, has been subsequently fired. In a Facebook post shared more than 10,000 times, Porter recounted the July 4th incident. She said they were at the pool for about 10 minutes when the property manager approached her boyfriend for wearing socks in the pool. When he refused to remove his socks, she called the police. Porter believes it all happened because they were black. I pay rent like everyone else. I have never had any issues with a sock until today. Mind you, we are only the only black people out here, and as soon as we walked up, she had something to say. Porter said in her Facebook video, a property manager should be able to de-escalate something to handle a situation as simple as that without involving MPD. Porter told local, local Memphis, and I guess MPD is Memphis Police Department. Porter also noted the property manager seems not to have a clear definition of proper pool attire. She said no hats, no shirts, no socks. We have two men who are friends sitting here in two hats. Man sitting here in a hat, Porter said in the video. Uh, Porter's Facebook post reached the ownership of a group of Riverset Apartments where the incident happened, and they addressed the issue. On their Facebook page, they released a statement saying, the former employee's actions violate our company policy and beliefs. She is no longer employed at River, by River, uh, Riverset Apartments. You, can, you can't treat people like this in that day and age. It's not right, Porter said. So now I ask you, King Kunta, is this actually racism? Before I start, I want to give a shout out to Tennessee for one of the underrated duos of all time, Eight Ball and MJG. Oh, yeah. Who I love and grew up on. They raised me. And also Penny Hardaway, who, thank God, does not look like his mama. Sorry, eh. Penny. These are facts, and it ain't the first time you heard that. I'm not, I'm not feeling for Penny Hardaway. Goes. Huh? I'm not feeling Penny Hardaway. He came really? down here. He came down here and beat our team 150 to 50. No, 150 to 51 one year. What do you mean he did that? He did it. What? His team came down here and beat our team 150 Orlando? to 51. Huh? Orlando? No, no. When he's in college, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. Well, hell, man, he was trying to live the hoop dream. He's trying to make it out. Yeah, but damn, man, he was come on. To get his mama that, that Turkish link she was wearing. 150 to 51. Come on, man. Sound like a personal problem. All right, so calling the police department, not security, not security, calling the police because tenants had socks on in the pool. What's the problem, be honest? Is it racism? Yes or no? What's the problem with socks in the pool? I'm asking, is it racism? Yes or no? I cannot find a way for this not to be. I sent you the video, so I've, you clearly see. I've been see. in many a public pool. Right. And many a private pool. And I've seen all sorts of get-ups in pools. The, the man didn't want to show his feet, so what? Right. What if he was wearing a swimming hijab? What if he or she was wearing a, a hijab or a burqa? Mm. That'd still be a problem? That's not the same thing. How are they different? Because what, that's... Wouldn't socks in the pool, how does that affect the pool or people's enjoyment of the pool? Because socks are filthy and they've been in shoes. That's not the same thing as having on... Wait, 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 wait. We don't know that these are filthy socks. We, we don't, don't know if these are dirty looking socks or anything like that. We, don't. we just were told socks. Right, we don't. They could have been aqua socks, as yeah. far as we know. Well, I guess they would say that in the story. 
Yeah, they weren't though. No, man. There's no way. So racism to is what you're saying. Rationalize this without it being racist. I I can't figure out how she decided that her best course of action was to call the cops. So and say they have socks on in the in the pool. Right. Well, what the what the listeners aren't privy to, I sent King Kuhn to the video, and um, at, we can clearly see that they're a horrible are, person and he doesn't respect Beyonce's time, and he's very sorry for that. Oh wow! Well, let me explain. In the video, there's clearly nothing but white people at this pool. There are some guys who have hats on um, in the pool. They're not their hat isn't in the water, but they do have the hats on while they're in the pool. So, my thinking is with this situation. A guy comes in and has his socks in the pool. To me, that's a conversation. And I think that it should be a polite one at first. So if you go over and ask the person, hey, you know, that's not really cool to have your socks in the pool. If you don't mind, could you take the socks off? I don't know Why? that. I think that's not cool, though. You know, I just get your socks out of the pool. That's, that's just, you know, what whatever. People with whole outfits in the pool. Right. But here's the thing. Or people in just their underwear who didn't bring a suit and they're wearing underwear. They can't do that. That's against pool policy also. If you if you had watched the video, you would have seen there's a sign that shows all the things that are not allowed in pools. Hats was not on there. I don't know where the, the lady got that from. Hats was actually not there, but I can understand how a hat could look like something that's not pool attire. My thing is, though, at worst, the property manager should have and could have just gone over and said, hey, would you mind taking your feet out of the pool? If the person decided they didn't want to, fine. I just need to know where you guys live because I want to put this down in a file somewhere that I asked you guys to do something and you didn't do it. Calling the police is completely ridiculous. It, it's just not that serious. And this will be the, probably the only time you hear me say this, but calling the police on somebody at a barbecue for using gas or, or charcoal, that's, there's just, it's not necessary. Calling the police on a little girl selling water, it's just ridiculous. Like, what, the, what do you have going on in your life to where this is something that's very important to you? I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not making great money working at an apartment complex. You might be making okay money, but I don't think you're making enough to where you feel like you make the NATO rules for the world or something. Like, she's not a member of NATO. So yeah, security of the world, Craig, the world. Exactly. So I would agree with you that this is certainly racism. If, 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 if this isn't racism, I would be very, very shocked. Because this is just, this is nothing a... Nothing to mitigate. There's just nothing, no rational explanation on how she got to the cops. Right. Something would have, something dramatic has to be missing. And something may have happened that we're not privy to, and that's fine. But from this, well, the information that we have, I can't see how this is not at least... There has to be some seeds of racism here. There have to be. It's just, it's just... As many, if you'd watched the video, we'd seen there were probably about 40 white people out there. And for there to be one, about this video, huh? one black family there and, you know, the guy had his feet in the pool with socks. on. I mean, that's, to me, that's distasteful, but. Of course it's distasteful. Of course it's not something. Be honest, you probably wouldn't get in the pool with your underwear on. I wouldn't. But I've seen people do it. Yeah, but. Hanging in the swimsuit. But you don't call the police. That's ridiculous. People out there having fun. Nobody's causing trouble. People are just out there to have fun. Nobody's in the pool like, you know what? I'm going to piss everybody off. You know, that's just, that's that's just, just stupid. That's not the type of individual she wanted at the pool. Maybe. Period. Maybe. All right, so we agree on that one. Here's the last one then. Police officer, you who used stun gun on black man while he was already sitting won't be fired. Lank what? Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I think I've seen this. Yeah. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Sean Williams, a 27-year-old black man from Lancaster, says he feels traumatized after being hit by a stun gun fired by a police officer, even though he was unarmed and already sitting down. He has filed a federal lawsuit, but the police officer who did that won't be fired or suspended. Lancaster Mayor Diane Soros said that the officer who, de who deployed the stun gun on a sitting 
unarmed man has not violated any of the current policies regarding use of force. Therefore, he would not be suspended. However, she said the policies are being updated and would only allow the use of a stun gun when an officer is faced with direct physical confrontation. She added that she was upset by the video, noting that she was sorry for the hurt, pain, and turmoil this incident has caused for all involved. On June 28th, police officers said they encountered Williams when they responded to disturbance complaints of a man allegedly confronting people with a bat. Though there was no bat found on the scene, they had to arrest Williams on an outstanding warrant on charges, possession um, of a controlled substance, and public drunkenness. In a video captured by a bystander and posted on Facebook, police officer Philip uh, Bernot can be seen telling Williams to sit on the curb and stick his legs out. After a while, Bernard used his stun gun on Williams while he was already sitting, facing away from the police officer. So that's very important. He was sitting down on the curb, facing away from the police officer when he got shit with the stun gun. Police said they warned Williams that they will use the stun gun if he refuses their demands. Bernard ultimately used the stun gun when Williams allegedly failed to follow their instructions. However, Williams said two police officers were giving him contradictory instructions about what to do with her, with her legs, uh, what to do with his legs. They had a typo here, making him confused. After the officer deployed the stun gun, Williams had his, hit, hit his head on the ground. He said it caused him concussions, migraines, and pain in his neck and shoulder. He has now been going on, he has been going to physical therapy and seeing a psychologist. Williams filed a federal lawsuit against Bruno and Lancaster Police Department Monday, saying they used excessive force and violated his civil rights. He's seeking over $75,000 in damages in the suit. Brian Mildenberg, Williams' attorney, said it's outrageous that the officer involved won't be suspended while the investigation is ongoing and this does there's no words here that say racist or racial profiling but i think that this is the basis and the foundation for a lot of people's claims of the police being racist so i ask you king kunta on that guys is this racism this conduct has to stop this is very similar to what happened to sterling brown do you know who that is yes the Milwaukee Buck player. Yep. It's a game. It's sport. It's funny. Maybe they intentionally gave him conflicting directions because they thought so, so that they could provide cover if they thought they needed cover to stun him. Fuck that police officer. $75,000 is not enough money. And his attorney should have it's just at least a at least a million dollars or more. At least. I mean, well, more than that. This is, this is, I, I'm just tired of these stories. I'm tired of it. So racism? I don't even have to tell you it's racism. You know it's racism. All right. You know. So he's sitting, facing away from them. Facing away. Why would you stun someone who's sitting facing away from you? The actual picture that come, came with this article, he's not only sitting facing away, but his hands are stretched. I've seen it. Yeah, yes, I've seen it. Well, for the listeners, his hands are stretched out, palms facing straight down. His hands are all the way out. So there's no way he's going for anything. There's no way he's trying to attempt to be aggressive. He may not be following directions, but it is possible, though, that he was getting conflicting instructions. My concern is that if this warrants stun gun type action I don't I don't I just can't see how more than one police officer on this scene would allow this to be something that's out of control this guy from the picture here's I, what I've learned I can't I can't see that he'd be out of control by the picture that I see 
Here's what I've learned in my dealings with the police, because everybody knows that King Kunta does own a gym. Even when the police officer's partners don't agree with him, they're more likely to say nothing than do anything. That's all I have to say about that. And to that, though, that you're, you're throwing us off a little bit by saying that, but what concerns me about that... <sighs> He's lucky they didn't kill him. What can, but see, that's what I'm saying. That's what concerns me about that statement you just made. So if one cop is there... And he's already gone past the point. And another cop comes in and says, hey, man, that's wrong. What I see happening is that first cop doubling down. And now that situation gets even further out of hand for that particular criminal or alleged criminal at that point. So They turn the body cams off when they want to do stuff sometimes, too. Yeah, I heard, I heard recently about a woman who was pressing charges because she said that they took her, they actually took her around the corner to where there were no cameras at all in the jail and beat her up and gave, you know, yell racial slurs. But of course, there's no proof of that because there are no cameras. So yeah, it's this, this one, this one, I honestly hate drunk people. I hate drunk people. I hate drunk people. I hate drunk people. However, when a person is somebody in the, Who's sitting Hold on, hold on, hold on I hate drunk people Let me finish though You you always cut me off You don't let me finish I hate drunk people However One thing I know about drunk people Is they can't fight Drunk people are the worst fighters So if you have more than one police officer And you have somebody who's drunk But their hands are out And they may not be cooperating But they're drunk You don't need to stun that person They're drunk They can barely even stand up correctly Like Figure out a way for two cops to get that guy together and put him in cuffs or whatever you got to do. Get him in the back of the car and, and call it a day, man. Stun guns and real guns and billy clubs and knees, knees in the back of heads. And like, Come on, man. We're talking about a drunk guy. I don't, I don't know that it's racism, but there's a, lot, there's a lot of seeds here as well. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm, I don't know That's that it's racism. Are you pressing me to say it's racism because you're not sure? I'm not sure that it's racism, but it's stupid. It's bad. It's, 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 it's un... It's not something that can... Well, I was going to say, well, the race of the cops, but... Well, well, the cop looked white in the picture. And the guy looked black. the one that stunned him is white. Yes. But the other cops are there. I don't know about the other cops. But I'm I'm not saying... There's no question that it's racist. No, there is question. I'm not saying that it's not racist. I'm not saying that unequivocally, nope, no no racism here. What I'm saying is there may be seeds of racism, but I don't know this is racism as as much as it is just ridiculous power trip. Just ridiculous, unnecessary power trip. Drunk people can't fight. I've seen drunk people try to fight. And if, I mean, if, you, if they get a good one on you, yeah, you know. But it's two cops and one man. Figure out a way to make this thing work, man. You might, get, you might take a punch. But at the end of the day, everybody goes home. Everybody's happy. No $75,000, which I agree is not enough money. $75,000 lawsuits. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, maybe your ego's bruised a little bit because he got you on a good one. But come on, man. Let's, let's, let's all go home and let's all do what we got to do. Let's, this stun gun shooting shit, that's ridiculous. That's a power trip. And this one may be a racial power trip as well. There's no maybe here. I don't know. I don't know how you can... I don't actually believe you... you, you I don't know how you got to the, to the maybe. There's no maybe here. This okay. is very clear. Well, there's maybe for me, so... That's well, fine. We well, agree on well, one. We half agree on another one. Let's see what the listeners feel when they hit our comments up after the show. Let us know. Yeah. See what I did there? I yeah. shout out early and often. <laughs> Make but sure you- this has been 
another marathon, the marathon, in the podcast dojo oh. with your boys King Kuta and Be Honest. And I want to reiterate that I appreciate your time in hearing us out. Please feel free to contact us, the Rare Sonnets Network. Leave us your comments. If you're in the Slack room, uh, give us your feedback. Um, once again, I encourage anyone out there who's new to Rare Sonnets to join the Slack room. It's a wonderful experience. It's how you interact with us on the regular. And uh, thank you guys so much for, uh, for helping us uh, uh, improved for those that have given comments and we do this, you know, as a labor of love. And uh, as long as you guys want to listen, we'll keep this going. Uh, thank you again for your support. I look forward to hearing from you and remember Google play iTunes Stitcher. You give me a five-star review. I'll read whatever you wrote on air. That's a promise. No matter what good, bad or ugly in those five stars. Why? Five-star reviews push the podcast up the list. When the podcasts are pushed up the list, it means that other people will have a chance to see it and try it. I also encourage you listeners out there, if you like what you're hearing, if you've been with us from the beginning, you're seeing the improvement, you see we're working hard, share the show. Tell a friend. You know, this is not the type of information that we want to keep to ourselves. We do this so that we can interact with you people and let and 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 kind of let you know that black people are not a monolith. Be honest mm-hmm. and I are both very proud of who we are, but we get to different places sometimes, and sometimes we get to the same place, but usually it's all a different path. <laughs> I guess till next time, because be honest, is gonna leave me hanging. Uh, now I just I, I don't I never know when you're done. I never know if you're gonna stop or you're gonna take a, a pause and then do the Captain Kirk on me again. So I have to <laughs> I have to go. Uh, he stops talking. One, two, three. One, two, three. And I and I go, mm-hmm. and then you say something else. So I have to I have to put it back. Okay, 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 I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. But and look though. You know, and people out there, that's because be honest and I are thousands of miles apart. Thousands of miles apart. But look, I don't anyway. even know if be honest is a real person. I I've don't know the pictures. It could be catfishing me. Who is this? I don't know. <laughs> Look, y'all, well, let me black. Tell you what I do know. <laughs> See. <laughs> oh God. Trap, 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 trap. Hey, look, y'all, black Go on both white sides. Where nothing is black and white. white Go, Kiki. Are you with me? Are you riding? Ooh. I'm sorry, that boy. Good. That boy. Good, right there. That boy. Good. <laughs>